yeah. disciple, perhaps. <laughs> vicious, vicious, unprovoked assault on my character. <laughs> he runs the uh, Japanese thing. Wait, did you did you say unprovoked? Uh, I don't know about that. And we are live, gentlemen. Does that really mean anything, really? Um, it does, it does, because I hit a in button. In the context of us doing a show. Because I hit a button, and it does stuff. something. <laughs> so it, does, it, it has meaning. It has deep and powerful meaning. Like words, Evan. Words, words can hurt people. Because if you didn't know... Um, <laughs> they can? Em, emotional pain triggers the same response in the brain is physical pain so sticks and stones will break your bones and words will also hurt you you know so, what else besides uh, words were hurt you mcwomble liking instagram posts no that just I've, I've got over that i've got over the fact that liam never likes any of my posts never wants to play games with me anymore and um all he wants to do is liaise with the japanese chapter head um, of the global yes. anti mcwomble conspiracy. Brother Evan? <laughs> Brother Evan. <laughs> right, uh, now we've got that garbage out of the way. Um, we are Pixel Points. We are a group of people from around the world. We are the only global podcast that talks about two things that we enjoy, which is good beer and video games. We're not here to promote drinking. Please drink responsibly, especially at 8.39 in the morning. Um, unless there's a Lions tour on, which may be in Australia rather than South Africa now. Yeah. Weird. Um, thanks, coronavirus. Which we're, um, The story on BBC main page this morning is that um, it's probably not going to go anywhere and we're going to have to live with coronavirus as we do the flu now. Yeah. All because of politics which we don't talk about because there's no politics in video games no. or, or the brewing Never industry. Never has been. No. no. Right. Uh, I'll quickly whiz around the room. and But we do have a quiz today. So we'll go, go around the room. Oh, no. So first things first. Uh, please like, subscribe, um, follow us on Twitter at pixel underscore points and on Instagram where Liam refuses to like my posts and only like the ones that Evan puts up, which is at Pixel Points Pod, where we mainly post about, well, I mainly post uh, pictures of beers, sometimes food, and sometimes stupid shit that happens in Call of Duty Warzone. I, I forgot there was some really weird shit in, I've, I've sworn already, that's going to mess with the oh, We're YouTube about a minute algorithm. in, it's, it's progress. Wow. That fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's some really weird shit in Dante's Inferno, which we'll get into on the main topic. But I've, I forgot to I forgot to clip it. But the game is so mediocre that I'm not going to go back and play through the sections just to clip them <laughs> so that I can post them because they're that weird. Mm. Right, we have Mitch operating OBS today. How's things with Mitch? Regular day in the neighborhood. That's that's all. Do Do you have a man sitting in a fake house with a red jumper? Wait, what? 
um, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, no. I, I have King Friday in the corner. He wasn't too bad. Uh, he, King Friday. He wasn't very good today. Like, it's it's because it's actually Saturday, so he no longer belongs here because it's not Friday. Get the fuck out, Friday. <laughs> um, Liam, how's things with you? Um, yeah. how's, how's your global conspiracy against me going? Um, it's very successful so far. I, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Quite frankly, I think I'll be able to live doing this job. You know, it's becoming very profitable. Yeah. It's good to hear that I'm helping you out so well. Oh, um, yeah, Dan yeah. Has... Absolutely. The yeah, Patreon just, is um, very healthy. Terms, yeah. The half term's just finished, so I've got a week off holiday, which is nice. So I'm going to enjoy doing something different to staying at my computer screen all day. Uh, for a week, yeah, maybe got an infant to look after. I'm looking after my infant, but I might be staring at my TV screen instead. <laughs> Playing video games <laughs> instead. Uh, uh, from the computer screen to the TV screen, because <laughs> there's not much else to do because we're still in lockdown. Uh, Michael, how's things in the Mushroom Kingdom? <laughs> there's been this light in my house ever since I picked up my coffee yesterday. I open up the game and it's been shining like that. Yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> Thank you. It's for someone who's doing great and a light shining on him, you sound a bit. No, I just woke up. Subdued. Well, it's also the volume. You, you might want to no, stand a little closer when you talk. I, there you I go. I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. Well, it's you just gotta stand closer because it's your your mic right. on your camera, oh. and your camera's mic is never that good, so you always have to get closer to it than you. Yeah, think. I really need to get a new one. I got burned with this one. And there's someone else on this podcast, uh, a vicious, vindictive individual who um, engages in unprovoked uh, character assassinations in absentia. Well done. I'm so proud of him. Excellent member of the Andy McGwomble group. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I didn't. I didn't start it. I was merely recruited. So don't uh, <laughs> don't don't blame everything on me. Um, I know it's it's probably at this point we shouldn't really talk or discuss the weather. Um, however, this is be the only time I'll do it. Um, I've never seen this big of a difference between Kyoto and my hometown of Milwaukee, at least since I've lived here. Uh, it is currently 16 degrees in Kyoto and minus 16 degrees in Milwaukee. Oh, wow. That is the biggest gap that I've ever seen. Uh, tomorrow in Milwaukee, the high is minus 12 and the low is minus 21. Yeah, there's a polar vor vortex <laughs> in there. Yeah, my, I was telling my brother in Kansas City is like minus, in the minus 20s. He was yeah. saying. What did I tell you? What was the temperature, Keith, last Sunday? I told, I, we were talking about it on Tuesday, the weather, and I said it was negative 30 Fahrenheit, but I didn't know what it was in Celsius. I think it was like negative 12, 13? 16, I think it was. 16? There it's we go. It's bad, yeah. Yeah, it's cold. Um, yeah, although the air quality is very good, so, uh, you know, silver <laughs> we, can't really, we can't really compare, but it's minus 3 in Lincoln. So well, we, like we, 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 just had, we just had record-breaking low temperatures in the UK of minus 11. Yeah, and, uh, so. uh, yeah, not in Mike, Scotland. Mike, no. Scotland, um, up in it was uh, the... minus 23.6. Yeah, that was it. Oh, nice. Pansies. Minus <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm doing all right. 19 degrees, can't complain, or 16 rather. Was 19. Right, so we do, now we've finished talking about the weather. Does anyone want to have Sorry. beers they want to talk about? 
I don't have a beer, but I have an interesting beverage I was going to show you that I have now. Oh, that's good. Might as well. It's carbonated. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Evan, you can say the Japanese translation, but this is the Japanese pop I was talking about to you, where there's the marble. Uh, just yeah, ramune. Ramune. So let me rip this off, and what I do is I press. Actually, I think yeah, it shows it right here. There's a little cork that you push the top part where the marble is into the beverage and the container holds the marble in the beverage. For what reason would they do that? Just to make it's it look gimmick. fancy. <laughs> so like to yeah. make it to make it really hard to recycle. So like because, yeah, exactly. So like, make it possible to recycle. So like the marble is right on top. So then all I have to do is I can't really show me smashing it, but I want to see one of those um, marble in the in the factory how it's made videos. So then I push it in and the marble is in the beverage. Oh, You're drinking through the marble. You drink through the marble. Yeah, that's like a. The marble's clean. <laughs> you think? There's no guarantee. <laughs> yeah. So then it has these little like rivets on the side so that when you pour it the, it catches the marble so the marble doesn't cover the top and then you can drink oh, the oh go down your throat and you choke to death no yeah. it can't the thing's too small <laughs> not, in uh, the first, you... not in the first trials it wasn't so yeah they, yeah they have these and then they have uh different flavors so this is just the standard beverage and then they have different flavors that go with it if you want it so like there's orange um Oh. So is it just like sparkling water? No, it's like pop. It's it's sugary. Oh, so what's it like? Lemonade? What's it taste like? This one does. Uh, it is a sweet. weird taste to describe. It is not lemonade. Um, I, like I don't know what Evan. You, Evan, you have you? It. I don't know. Have you ever had the beverage? And I'm going to pronounce it correctly. It's called Balls. It's it's B A W L S. But it's an energy. No, it's an energy beverage, and it tastes exactly like that. And I used to drink a ton of it when I was a kid, uh, and they, that's what it reminds me of. But it tastes like um, more like a sports. Tastes like balls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> some nice sweaty balls. So, so to be honest, it tastes it that's tastes some, more that's like some nineties um, advertising slogan. Then. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, so to be honest, it tastes more like uh, um, like one of those energy drinks something like a red yeah. bull than an actual soda i would say it tastes more like that i can't explain mm. it it's really hard it's just you should go buy it and try it and see how it goes but yeah that's the fancy marble drink i was talking about a couple months ago so now you have it is that is the bottle glass the bottle's glass yeah okay so then the, the marble's probably glass so when it, you yeah. recycle I, it you just get yeah, yeah glass. the marble's glass for sure some some engineer some smart engineer figured figured all that out what, what do we need for a random drink? We need a gimmick. Let's put a marble in the top. It is, it is Japanese. They love their gimmicks. Hey, look at this. Woohoo! Isn't that great? It's from McDonald's. Oh, did you get a Happy Meal, Adam? Is that you trying oh, to this is the, I, Are you a good boy? This is like four four years ago. I did oh, okay. buy a Happy Meal just to yeah. get this, this Mario. And, and he's on a little uh, brick platform. Come on. That's worth it. Woohoo! Totally buy that. <laughs> Um, Keith, all right, so a uh, very, very, oh, sorry, go ahead, Mitch. Well, I was gonna say Keith looked like he had one, but you can go ahead, Evan. Do you have one, Keith? Well, he has something behind his head. I, change, I changed the background. <laughs> I'll, I'll did, just do my no quickly. Did, 
Did you not notice that I changed the background? No, he doesn't look at your images. Was. He doesn't look at your images. That's why he doesn't look <laughs> no, at them. So, I've, I've, figured out, I've figured out what Evan does. He's, he, the sticker that normally goes over his camera, he just puts <laughs> over my face. <laughs> Are you referring to this the, sticker? The, the one from last week, <laughs> where then he All goes, right, oh, now... you can just turn off your screen. <laughs> Now you look like you belong on the Blu-ray cover of the movie Parasite. I'll do mine quickly. Uh, speaking of gimmicks, so, um, you know, this is my favorite uh, go-to beer, Kin Ichiban Shibori, but, uh, hey, look at this. Whoa. I am drinking. <laughs> Wait, how it's many milliliters is this? Yeah, so <laughs> they sell beers in these ridiculously small cans i have wow. no idea why like um, the small like soda cans but the beer version the poor <laughs> child you're drinking so this is children what, 355 maybe 355 milliliters this is 135 milliliters he's so he's so small he hasn't even gone to nursery school so um it's one go that's how it? you that's how you sneak it into your classroom just uh, pour it in. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Sorry. Head you know, you know how Look at the head on that little thing. Okay. Oh, this is called a. This glass is called a Bavarian Seidel, by the way. I've actually never really. I may have drank out of it once, but. Hmm. Yeah, tastes exactly like uh, big this. cab. <laughs> yeah. I have a quick question. Uh, is there any uh, beer involved in any Japanese cuisine? Like, it may be like, like cooking with beer. Sport. Yeah. I know some I... recipes around the world use beer, so maybe. Oh, Americans I mean, that, that use beer get... all the time with their food. Beer batters. Oh man, we. You, yeah. There is a um, there is a nihonshu, a sake drink. Um, are you familiar with the puffer fish, the one that's really dangerous to prepare and you oh, can get yeah, poisoned yes. if you absorb too much of it, fugu? There is a uh, sake that is uh, basically you boil the puffer fish, the fugu, in the sake and then drink it. I've had it before, but you're not cutting the dangerous organs that could possibly be cut open and, and, and poison you in it. It's just more boiled. Uh, first, let me get back the, to you on that. I'm my sure first experience a, uh, of that, Evan, was the episode of The Symptoms. Dish. Where yeah, was I remember that. That was, uh, that's my first experience of that. Uh, that's puffer fish poison. Boiling puffer fish in sake it sounds dangerous. Like a, like a gimmick. Almost like the marble in a drink. Yeah. <laughs> right, so uh, what do you got, Keith? Point? I'll move my face out of the way so you can see the label a bit better. Cooking mechanic in Ghost of Tsushima 2. <laughs> it's oh, electric, electric boogaloo. Boogaloo. Electric boogaloo. 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 Electric boogaloo from Tiny Rebel Brewing, which is the only good thing to come out of Wales. Uh, hey, my name is Welsh. Sorry. Oh, like you said, the only good Like you said, the only thing to come out of Wales. This is a passion fruit um, uh, New England style IPA. And it was very nice, 4.5% ABV. Um, and I was surprised, um, with this random box of stuff that I'm guessing every month, I'm surprised at the number of beers that I think I'm going to find disgusting that I actually like. But this was another one that was like, mm, passion mm. fruit, New England style IPA. Mm, mm, I'll believe it when I... That oh, does not sound like nice. you would like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, kind of like the grapefruit one that I had from New York uh, a couple of months ago. So yeah, the, the, it's it's interesting doing this um, because yeah, there are, I, there have been some that I've actually just they've gone straight down the drain, <laughs> um, but they're mainly kind of weird flavored stouts um, that taste like I'm drinking coffee. So Oof. yeah, if you don't like coffee, stouts are gonna th- those types of experimental stouts will be definitely be hit or, hit or miss. Um, so that's that's what I had, and then the other one I posted on Instagram, which Liam obviously hasn't liked, uh, was oh no, the photograph's gone. Oh, what a shame! But it's um, Marston's Pedigree, and I, uh, I I put the post on there because the guy in the Marston's Pedigree bottle looks the spitting image of Archer, <laughs> Sterling Archer. <laughs> how, do you, how, how do you spell that? What? Marston's pedigree. M-A-R-S-T-O-N. M-A-R-S-T-O, okay. Marston and then apostrophe S and then pedigree. All right. Does anybody have any more mm-hmm. beers? No, nothing this week. I'll have some next week because it's my week off. So I'll be trying to catch up on all the drink I haven't been drinking. All right. Yeah. So you're going to be drinking at 8 o'clock in the morning? Potentially. Not today. If someone else was, but I know Evan is, but he's eh, not, not, not so morning, fast, so. McWan, but I think next week's show may not be at our usual time. Okay. So it may be a more evening for you <laughs> or afternoon. Good. That's good. Um, I'm working tomorrow. Next week. Come on, that guy? Oh, I can't do it then. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm busy next Saturday. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it's not Saturday. It's on Sunday. <laughs> oh. That's great. Nice. We have a comparison. Neat. That's a really nice beer. Marston's make really good beers. That really does look like him, doesn't it? That's like a, a realistic version of Archer. Yeah, that's it great. does look really close. It does, yeah. yeah, that's really good. So, because there's no more oh, no more beers, that. Keith, you know what that means? It's quiz time. Quiz oh time. shit! Quiz time. So nervous, I'm sweating. <laughs> So as if you if you probably should look at the graphics so you can you can see all the scores because it is currently two versus two. Yep, and um, since this is the second quiz of the year, the topic is the years nineteen ninety two and nineteen ninety four. The best years. <laughs> I love those two years. <laughs> if you don't understand this reference, please go to the first quiz of the year so you can understand what happened. Um. um just going to say, I, 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 I am a little bit disadvantaged in that I was born in 1995. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Hey, you know what? I think I deserve a handicap. No, you know what? <laughs> I, Liam, Liam, they're talking to a guy that was born in 1993. I'm there right go, in between. Well, that's right bad between. for us, Evan, because we're both born before those two years. And so if we lose, yeah, that's poor. Right, yeah. so we've got... Um, Mitch, you need to choose of of the remaining two guests who aren't part of the team. Who would you like? And um, then we'll tack on the afterthought, which I'm I'm, I'm guessing you're going to go with Michael because he knows knows more about um, actual video games and Liam knows more about what's going on in the games industry, seemingly, than even I just have one question for each of them, which was, how awake are you right now? I am. I, I just had a coffee. <laughs> okay, Le- Liam. I mean, I mean, I, I wake up at this top much earlier than this most of the time. I'm on. 
Going with Liam. I mean, he doesn't need oh, the really? coffee. He doesn't. He need just the said that he has a handicap because he was born in '95. But yeah, I don't know. I he, mean, he might know his history. You never know. Uh, well, I, I don't purposefully <laughs> ask questions that people. I know people aren't going to get. So they're they're written in a way that if you know some history, you might be able to answer or guess. It's all, all right. it's all a bit of fun, except that it's not. It's really fucking serious because there's there's Lives good things happen when people good things happen when people win quizzes. Um, oh, Mario. Right. So the the years were um, chosen as such. So I said to my wife, pick a number between one and five. She chose three, and I said, who do you want that to go to? And she said, Mitch. So um, even numbers were ninety two and odd numbers were 94. So Evan and Dan, your questions are from 1992. Mitch, yours are for 94. Oh, oh at, least nice. I, at least I was one years old when it happened. That's good. That's yeah. interesting. I was born when it so happened. You, you obviously one. played these games. Okay. Maybe and, conceived in that year. I don't know what month you're born. <laughs> we don't want to talk about Liam's conception. Maybe we'll do that off, off stream. It's an after show. <laughs> um, right, so Team Devon, we'll start with you. Your first question, and I'm just going to run through. There's four questions each. Um, right. What helicopter-based shoot-em-up was released by EA in 1992? And I'll give you a hint. I'll give, I'll give a hint. Well, you should know this one, because it was quite famous and popular and based on a major conflict. I don't mind that species. There's no stealing, right? No. Okay. And uh, what's the time limit um, on this so I can keep track of time for a buzzer in my mind? <laughs> this is this is not my answer, but I was going to say Vietnam 92. I'm just kidding. That is not my answer. Um, was it to do with something to do with something about it wasn't conflict desert store, but was it not something similar? Was it some Desert-based. I've seen this. I've seen this game. I've seen the arcade. I just don't know the name. Desert Storm. No, that's the name That was that was that was like a soaker. Operation Desert Storm was the name of the invasion of Iraq. Yeah, that's true. That is all that's there. That's true. Operation. I think it says desert in the name. Ten seconds. Yeah, come oh, on, yeah, get on I'm giving I'm giving you thirty seconds apiece, basically, and I have a timer below me. <laughs> Three, then two, one. Desert storm, I think. Evan, oh, you must answer. Right, Liam, do you, Liam, do you want to tell them what it uh, was? Desert strike. Uh, it was desert oh. strike. So no points for that one. Evan and Dan, your next question. Sonic the Hedgehog, Super Mario for Game Boy, Dune, and Streets of Rage all have what in common in 1992? Sonic the Hedgehog, Dune, and... Super Mario. Mario for Game Boy and Streets of Rage all had what in common in 1992? Oh. Um, did you say Doom? Dune. Dune. D-U-N-E. Oh. 15 seconds. They all had a hand... Well, you did say Game Boy. I was going to say they all had a handheld release. Um, what were the games again? 
They're all in game gear? No, you said game, but you said ten seconds. Game Boy, right? I have a handheld uh, release or a 2D, but that seems very obvious. You just want to say they're all, they all had handheld releases, but he did specifically yeah. say one handheld release, but uh, that's all I got. Yeah. That's wrong. Would anyone else like to have a guess? Um, is it because they all have film adaptions? Well, no, no, they all had sequels. They all had sequels. Sequels. Okay. Interesting. Oh. So Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Super Mario 2 for the Game Boy, June 2, and Streets of Rage 2 all came out ah. in 1992. I did not oh. know there were more than oh, one. I, I, I did not understand that 1992 question. Two. I see what they did right. there. Um, next one. Which... And which cartoon spacefaring rabbit got his first video game action platform release for the NES in 1992? Captain Bucky O'Hare. It was Bucky O'Hare. Yes. Nice. I watched. I watched that cartoon back in the day. Two points. And your last question: Indiana Jones, Batman, and the Adams Family all had games released in 1992. But why is Indiana Jones different from the others? It was an arcade release. Is that your final answer, Dan? Do you know? No, that's I would. That's a quite did, nice. Did answer. you say Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom? No, I just said Indiana Jones, Batman, and the Adams Family all had games released in 1992. But why is Indiana Jones different? Uh, Maybe it had a, did it have a tagline in the name? Whereas the others were just in Anna's family, whereas Indiana Jones was Indiana Jones and something or not. I'm just well, I, I do know that Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom did have a arcade release, and that's the only thing I can go on. That's the only reason sure. I would think that one stands out. The Adams Family did have a pinball game, but uh, I, I, do you want to go with that? I like yeah, I don't, I I don't that. have anything else uh, that's different. It's good, yeah. but it's wrong. Damn is it. it is it that uh, is Indiana, Indiana Jones was not a yeah. side-scrolling? No, oh, so no, in, it wasn't based on a film. Yes, uh, well done, Liam. Yeah. Based on a film, it was just Indiana. Okay. Really? So, they just did Indiana Jones. That, I would never no, it was get Indiana Jones and the um. What is it? Something oh, of the something. 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 <laughs> yeah. Something. It was a point. Oh, it was a point. And, <laughs> it was a point-and-click adventure game. Um, nah, shit, right. right, so mm. Mitch, your question's for you and Liam. Um, which Warner Brothers cartoon trio got their first video game released in 1994? Animaniacs? Is correct. Uh, God damn it. That's a, um, what a solid really start. Like, I was going to say the Three Stooges for some reason. Nah, Sorry, Liam, last time I listened to someone else, I lost points. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no no! I I had that answer in my head as well. Okay, good. Me too. Okay. okay. Question two: Which which sci-fi film yeah, film franchise crossover side-scroller had its arcade release in 1994 to critical acclaim? Sorry, say it one more time. Which sci-fi film franchise is crossed over into a side-scroller that had its arcade release in 1994 to critical acclaim? Alien versus Predator? I was thinking Star Trek. I might know this one. I don't know. Or no, maybe it was Star Wars. A crossover, though. That's to be. Oh, crossover. Never mind. Um, yeah, I think Liam could be right. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Alien. Yeah, it seems possible they would have done it before, like, 
Are you saying it's an alien and predator? So like, wait, are we supposed to name what the crossover is or just which one? Sorry. The crossover is the name of the game. Yeah. Okay. So alien versus predator. Yeah. yeah let's just do that. Alien versus top. predator. He's correct. Nice job. Yeah, that's what I would have gone with. Two for two. One of the best beat em ups. So Evan, it seems like 94 knowledge in my head is better than 92. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's the way the question's full. That's point. the way the cookie crumbles. We'll, yeah. we'll get another day. Right, so question three. Warcraft had a RTS Dune clone release in 1994. Uh, what was it called? Dune clone? Might just be Starcraft? No. I've never played Dune I have Dune no Craft. idea. I have nothing, no knowledge of Starcraft. This is on you, Liam. A, a Dune Dune. clone. Could you say the question again? Yeah. Warcraft had a Dune clone RTS release in 1994. What was it called? So, so it is from the people that make Warcraft. But War Wait, so you're saying it is Warcraft? Uh, you're saying it's Warcraft, and what's the subtitle of Warcraft? Yes. Okay. Oh, so, so it is yourself, a Warcraft by game. The way? Yes, I am. We have uh, 15 okay. seconds. Just checking. We've been oh, answering we a have, lot quicker. Um, uh, 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 15 seconds. Uh, I, I use the timer of the music to time everybody. I, 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 I don't know any of the subtitles, so I was just thinking I know. Starcraft. Uh, should we just go like Lost in Space? No, because it's going to be wrong. So. Alright, let's let's just go Lost <laughs> no, in Space. Because, because it's going to be wrong. Well, it's War, Warcraft Orcs and Orcs humans. humans. Yeah, they remastered um, it recently. Yeah. Warcraft. Yeah. I played all the RTS Warcraft games. Fuck me, yeah. 94 was a good year for me. <laughs> <laughs> 92 was a good year for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Last question. Castlevania had um, a release in 1994 called Vampire Killer in Japan and Europe. What is it more commonly known as? Uh, was that one? That one's in Symphony of the Night. Is it, it was, Night? It, it was the one that came before Symphony of the Night, I'm pretty sure. I can't think of the name of it. Um, it recently got re-released in that collection, along with Symphony of the Night, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's like... <sighs> it's not Resurrection. I know it's something like Revenge or something like that, because yeah, Dracula it's, comes it's, back. It's, it's like sure it's somebody's something. Um. Revengeance? No. <laughs> it's Metal Gear Solid. Okay, I'm just gonna shoot a name, Liam. Is that okay, or do you got one in mind? Uh, I was literally just thinking like Gumbo's Hope or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Revenge of Dracula? Is wrong. Return of Dracula. Done. Are you, uh, wait, are you, are, wait, you said, uh, is it? No, it can't be Rondo of Blood. Rondo of Blood. That was what I was thinking of. That's not it. It's Castlevania Bloodlines. Bloodlines. Oh. Oh, I was not on that at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. all right. Well, I didn't know that one, so I'm happy with. In one. the end, yeah. scores. We got two. They got four. Yeah. So that means six to two with Mitch in the lead. Six, six and four. four, you mean? Oh, whatever. Evan, Evan's gonna. I'm gonna contrive it so Evan loses because he made fun of my hey. balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a contrivance I like. I never made fun of your balls. I just said the balls on this man. 
That's neither negative or nor positive. Obviously, you took it as there was, such. There was something conveyed in your tone. Uh, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. That is important. Tone is important. So, six four and um, more quizzes to come. Thank you. Good night. Oh, very nice. I I like that the quizzes are really hard and most of we'll get most of them wrong. I yeah. team. I like that. Right. So. Shall I introduce our topic? Yes. Sorry, right. is there, so, before we start, is there a hard out for anybody that we need to know about? Yeah, Evan, Evan, is there a hard out for you? Um, yeah, I got a hard minutes. out. I got a massive hard out in 20 <laughs> minutes. So okay. um, I actually didn't know what the topic was till we started, so I don't have anything off the top of my head. So I'll just kindly listen while you guys... Jibber jabber. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't have done this. Like anything you're saying doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, God, sorry, I that was I shouldn't have. I'm sorry, that was the wrong gesture. So, when I was playing through a certain game on um, Game Pass, this one. Um, thanks to to Game Pass, I, I thought I'd go back and revisit some games that I never played, and Dante's Inferno was one. And it made me think, oh, my God, to the end of this game, they either ran out of ideas or they needed to rush this game out to release. Um, so I thought... <laughs> it is an EA game after all. It's the stamp of the Yeah, brain. well, it's, it's, there may be an interesting um, connection to the next game that I'm going to talk about. Um, <laughs> but at the, So it, made, it started making me thinking, right, are there other games or there other, are there other signs within games or warning signs prior to release? that a game is being rushed. Um, and in this one in particular, the first, so anyone who doesn't know, you go through the layers of hell um, to try and save your wife, um, except playing the end of this game is its own version of hell because the, the, the levels start off as being really interesting um, the character, the, the enemy designs are really fucking weird. Um, so much so that at one point I actually scared my wife because I went, what the fuck is that? Um, when in the, the circle of lust, mm. um, you, the, you find women <laughs> with blades for fingers. And, but at certain points they will bend backwards and a scorpion tail will come out of their nether regions and attack you with it. So, I remember that. That that was that's really weird. And then you find <laughs> Cleopatra at the end of that level, who has holes in her nipples, in which blade arm babies come out of, and she throws <laughs> them onto the ground to fight you. Um, yes, of so course. Uh, so they must have had some really really wacky ideas. And but as you go through the game, it gets more and more repetitive and eventually it just ends up in a recycled map of challenge rooms and at that point i thought fuck this game i'm going to turn it off delete it and i don't care if he rescues his wife <laughs> the end so you've gone you've gone from over the top monsters you fight your you fight a giant um version of your dad who's in the world of gluttony 
um, and he's now lost the use of his hands and they turned into mouths so that so that he can consume more um, and then you've just created a challenge room at the end it's like what what went wrong <laughs> where, where did all your ideas go um, I found that hugely disappointing and no wonder this gets gone compared to a as a mediocre version of God of War mm. I mean they, they they definitely need to try this idea again because uh, I played this game I didn't finish it but I started reading the the books um, and I think I was when did uh, this game get released like 10 years ago 15? 10 years ago yeah yeah like it was then so I didn't understand crap of the books um, but like the, the idea was there it was interesting what they were trying to do with it but uh, not like that <laughs> bad implementation um, yeah so Liam do you know whether this game was rushed out or not um, well, it's from EA, so I, I presume so, to be quite frank. But this was during the period where they were rushing out all of their games. They'd always like set hard release dates months in advance, and they would always hit those release dates. There'd never be any delays. You know, it was no EA. You know, they, they did the same I, with all of their fucking games. It's just I don't think game. it was rushed. I think they had like this certain, this specific frame in which they built their games. Right, they didn't put. They didn't want to put too much effort into those games. So it, it seems like they put tons of effort into the early yeah, stages, but, and then but, the last, the last stage um, is just repetitive um, challenge maps. Challenge maps all in the same environment, and so for me, for me, as Evan would say, I, th that is ruined every time I say for me, for me. For the rest of my life, yeah. I can't get it out of my head. Uh, this is a major sign that a, a game has had to be rushed. Is that it, all the qualities at the front, um, it's like putting a it's go faster stripes and a, spoil, and a spoiler on a Skoda. Everything's made to look nice, but right. underneath it's not really working very well. Right, I like how you explain nice that. <laughs> There is it's a big like, gap in everyone. You know, there's a you know, if there's one team I would love for to try to do this game again, Ninja Theory. Yeah, I mean, they have the ability to make a solid um, uh, fighting system in a single player game. Oh, well, I just I think of just because of their creative wits in regards to um, making the layers of layers oh. of hell and the creativity they could do with that i, I think they're one studio that could do that over again do, 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 do you think if, if, if the developers of hellblade did that they could actually make a game that made people go mad <laughs> pretty oh much god yeah if they did that and you're going through each layer yeah that would be yeah. a dark 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 like, 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 sure. a trip through hell <laughs> so that's your one sign i got another sign for you that if a game is gonna it's it's getting rushed um when when we see the <laughs> announcement trailer for it 10 years ago and we don't see the first <laughs> gameplay until six months it comes out that's exactly when you hit it yeah case in point let's go uh, anthem case in point let's go um uh, avengers <laughs> also well, it, yeah right. they were like making making that um playable demo up until like e3 started 
I mean, that's rushed. That's actually rushed. Like, they didn't even know what the game was going to be. Um, yeah. it, it wasn't even real. It, it was... Yeah, 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 that's right. It's, it's fucking I mean, very close to release, they were showing, like, in those, uh, in, in those videos, in those events they were doing, like, it was really close to release, and they were still showing fabri fabricated footage, like, concept footage, stuff you'd, you'd show maybe two or three years before actual release at E3 behind closed doors. So they were like, it was really bad because they were relying on footage they had prepared for journalists <laughs> closed door. Like that's, that's atrocious. That, that's really worrying. The more they hide, the more you feel like they're rushing the darn thing. Yeah. They, they, they bluffed, they bluffed it until the very moment of release. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, that's... Sorry, Miguama, here's another adjustment to it. Also, I think you'll love this one. If it comes out before March. Well, that's <laughs> this is what I've just flashed up. So I flashed up a screenshot of Mass Effect Andromeda. Which hey, that's, is... that's the one that came to mind, actually, when I was thinking of what I could say, yeah. So this is another sign of something that's being rushed um, is the... Q4 release date and specifically the March yeah, release date. <laughs> it's, um, it goes from hit, Q4 to hit, hit March to March. It's come, Q4 to come March. Come hell or high water, this game this is, is coming released out released before yeah. the end of the yeah, fiscal year. Fiscal year, no matter yeah. what. Will they ever learn? I don't know. Well, uh, did, did you know that even um, Mass Effect 2 and 3 were also rushed as well as Andromeda? Although, um, <laughs> to varying degrees of success. Mm. Yeah. If the, if this game um, had had an extra three, four months, I think that would have done it the world of good. Um, uh, but the, the insistence that it come out you mean before bug fixing? The, yeah. Bug fixing or? Um, I mean, there's there's nothing then they could have done about the god awful story and the repetitive oh, okay. monsters across different biomes, which makes absolutely no sense in the galaxy. Um, <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been memed into a... Oblivion, a, yeah. A, a shallow grave, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's for but, sure. Yeah. Other... yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, it's the, the, the March release date is a big warning sign. If a game's coming out in March, totally. particularly from EA, um, <laughs> where... <laughs> Or it, gets moved, or it gets moved to March. You know, yeah. I, I never thought of that. Isn't it actually a really fucking good sign that they moved the Mass Effect Legendary Collection to May? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is. That's no, I'm hopeful. Same with, yeah, all of the everything this year has been pushed back past March, which is good. Actually, yeah. it means they're not rushing it for the fiscal. It's like EA yeah, realised one more mistake and we can't make any more of these games. <laughs> well, it's, it's EA should. EA should worry that if they'd made another mistake with the Star Wars game, they yeah. wouldn't be able to make very many games. No. Um, another sign, another sign uh, would be that the rushness uh, to release of a game is directly proportional with the day one patch. Yeah. So. And how big that day one patch is. <laughs> yeah, the, the bigger, the bigger the uh, the size of that day one patch, the the bigger the concern. <laughs> well, and and also the, yeah, rush to get on disc Erebus Jones mentioned that in chat and the first thing that came to my mind was and I'm not just doing this because I want to talk about Mass Effect all the time, Mass Effect 3 <laughs> Mass Effect 3's day one patch was nearly as big as the whole game install 
if I remember Jesus. that. I didn't remember <laughs> it took that. took ages to install. <laughs> so exciting. Wait for that all to download. So the game would install. Is that, oh, can I play it now? No, no, you can't. No, you've got to install, <laughs> I think it was 18 gigs. Yeah, which was a lot. Which, bank, which now, that's just a Call of Duty Bandit. update. Yeah, no. Well, to be truthfully, <laughs> sometimes you think about it too. It's like technically they're releasing these games almost completely unplayable because you need yeah, the day, until you install you, the because you need the day one patch. But if you can't get the day one patch, say you say you took it on with you to go to vacation and you didn't do the day one patch when you took it to the your cabin and you don't have internet there for some reason because some rural places don't, and you all of a sudden start playing the game, you're like, what the uh, where's the head of my character? It's like on their. Where's the third of the map? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's just yeah. blocks. They're not even textured. There's just blocks. Just. <laughs> I mean, there was there was a thing from Mass Effect Three where the character Javik wasn't actually on the disc. Yeah, Are you he serious? was a DLC. He was oh a DLC God. character, but you could only get him through the day one patch. Yep, exactly. If, so yeah, you, have to, have, you have to have the patch to play the game if, with him that, in it. He's actually that, not that the, huge part of the game if you play without him. That, that's the thing, though, Keith. Like, did, did you know that that and the, the Leviathan DLC in Mass Effect 3 were supposed to be parts of the game? And, yeah, the, and... the Leviathan thing not being in the game and then playing it later yeah. in the story is really odd. It's quite jarring, yeah. actually. Because it has a lot of like important... Context to where the Reapers yeah. came from exactly um and it was the same thing with mass effect 2 like apparently like the z, z zaid and kasumi dlcs and the lair of the shadow broker were supposed to be in the game mm. well i can yeah. kind of see with those because you can play those elements of the story yeah yeah it works better but it yeah. was meant um, to be in the game well, but, but then how would how would ea make any money because mass effect would never was never going to sell enough games to actually make the money so they had to cut out elements of the game mm, so they could sell it separately true. mass effect was one, the of its, was, was one of the biggest commercial successes in regards to ea games since since their sports franchises i mean they were i know they were I'm doing amazing a point about hiding off content so that oh. you can sell it separately gotcha yeah sorry yeah he was yeah, and, and he, it's funny because you name your i didn't sense the sarcasm the evil evil organization some people don't i don't know i do the, sarcasm um, so well that no people don't actually realize i'm being sarcastic. That, that, that's how you know you're doing it well the um <laughs> was to say um but uh, what point though how many gigabytes do you think in today's market is acceptable for a day one patch because they're always going to have oh, 180 got to be for it to be not a rushed out release is what i meant i, I wouldn't out how many gigs i wouldn't attach it so, to i wouldn't attach it to like a certain gig i would attach it to the percentage of the game's gigabyte so like how large yeah. the game is and then what percentage of it is it equal to that or equal to so i would say like as long as it's no larger than one third the size of what the game's uh, okay. original game so size is. Percent of the game. Yeah. Then if it, if it's up to fifty, then you're like, hmm. and then you're like seventy five. <laughs> you're like, what do we have here? Now the reason why yeah, I asked that was because that, um, I was just because we're talking about this. I was curious to look what the day one patches were for Sony's two first party exclusives last year, and uh, Last of Us came in at four gigs, and Ghost of Shima came out at seven point seven gigs. Yeah. Wow. So I was just wondering what what. Uh, gigabytage was well, i think day one patches are inevitable 
because they're always going to keep on working onto the game up until launch day. And unlike back in the day where you just had the disc and there was no internet connection, they and so it had to work or had to be broken. There was no fixing it after the fact. They kind of use the fact they can fix it up until release day, even if the discs have been written already. Yeah, but I think that's the beautiful part of what Sony First Party does with their studios is they let them finish the game till it's finished. And then that way the day one patch isn't as extreme because they're working on little bugs, not huge mm. fixes that they're like, oh my God, this entire AI structure is not fully done yet, but we have to hit it in March. And it's like, no, like, yeah. like if, you, if you looked at the documentary, God of War jumped another release date without people knowing it jumped another release date because technically they didn't come out with a trailer to give the final release date until they jumped it one more time. So actually it was supposed to come out in like March, but then it got moved to April. So, but they didn't, we didn't know that because there was no trailer to announce the release date until after they got that approved April date. So, you know, there's things like that in the background where it's like, that's, that's what, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why it's so small. I mean, I'm I'm surprised that no one's mentioned Cyberpunk yet. Uh, Sorry, I I also just wanted to point out that um, Sony are like that with every game, except for Days Gone. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Days Gone. Yeah, Days Gone's rough, yeah. (laughs) But I I would say even that Day One patch isn't that big. I think it was only, like, maybe a third of the size. It was definitely bigger in comparison to other ones, Mm. but still, compared to other companies, it's not as big. But but it probably should have been bigger. <laughs> Mine worked uh, fine. I, I didn't run into many glitches mean, for how much of my glitches. Neither did I, but I guess a lot of people did. So yeah. I wonder for, how many go for it. Not in the habit of connecting their console to the internet, like just buying these games and playing them as is, you know, like without ever thinking of connecting their. No, well, for those people, there's the Xbox 360. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't, I know, I don't know. Guy in a militarized sub with Xbox 360 is the way to go. Because yeah. <laughs> that's that's mortifying playing all your games without a day one patch. I mean, that's how my dad plays his games because he doesn't connect so, his console to the internet, so he plays it based off of disc only. So Days Gone uh, installed at 67 gigs, and the day one patch was 23.3 gigs. So one third, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right there, one third. Just, just on the cusp, <laughs> just on the, yeah, just on the bordering of, ooh. <laughs> but that game is massive for like people don't under- underestimate that game is huge. That game story, oh. the story mode is over sixty hours, and you don't expect it. I'll tell so, you how it's shocking. Long. It is that the a few months after that game release they just released a patch that basically cut the games like the, the amount it takes up on your hard drive like in half so it's like Jesus. got reduced down to 34 gigabytes or something because mm-hmm. they went and recompressed the game like after they had finished it uh, i wish some other developers could take note <coughs> call of duty <laughs> just just saying well you need you need another console for just oh like me, like me. My, I've got my Xbox, Xbox for multi- I've got my Xbox, my multiplayer games, and I've got my PlayStation for my Sony first party, which I won't be buying because the fucking bastards have upped the price to fucking seventy quid. The bastards. I knew it. So I had to I mention that today's episode. Got I've it. been calling it all along, <laughs> and it came true. Ah. Nice segue in the, into the second topic of uh, the episode. <laughs> stay, uh, stay on topic. <laughs> um, any anyone else got any uh, 
Trump wearing signs. I didn't play it, so I can't really. Well, you, I, I think there's, there's the sign that it's being out. rushed is potentially the fact that it got its release date got moved three times in the same yeah, year. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Well, I, I do have one that, that I've I've thought of of the top of my head. And... Oh, thanks, thanks for engaging with the show. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Right before he has to leave, too. I'm sorry. Can I make a noise? Can you make noise? Yeah. Well. I, Keep it to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Is she gonna wash things in front of you again? I I don't. You're not vacuuming, are you? Huh? Are you vacuuming? <laughs> oh, you're not. Okay. They <laughs> <laughs> have no idea. Now he left. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Um. It's, games it's at so, home with Evan and his wife. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like a the Simpson dis- dysfunctional family Simpsons version of Wandavision, which yeah. I, I haven't seen, so I don't know how accurate that is. But which also we um, um, I was gonna say we do have to do a spoiler talk about Wandavision once it's all over with. So, oh right, yeah, yeah, you guys have at it. Um, one thing that I thought of, and I don't know necessarily if this is a, is a uh, sign that a game was rushed, but. Um, a game like uh, Super New Super Mario Brothers 2 for the 3DS, in which all they did is think of an extra gimmick, which was lots of coins. Do you, does anyone did anyone play this game or remember this? Where the whole gimmick it, of the game was it. so it's it's basically like the new Super Mario Brothers U style of um, yeah. very dull, uninspired. Um, 3D models of uh, the Nintendo characters we've grown to know and love or the Super Mario characters in 2.5D side-scrolling platforming. So they had the game for, I believe, the Wii and the Wii U, and then they made one for the 3DS, and the main hook was you collect coins. Oh, yeah. You don't collect I, just I I played for that. That coins. You collect more coins, and the whole yeah, hook of the game was just a ton of coins and that just sounds it's either lazy or rushed or both well it's one of those things and everyone panned the game for being lazy and the the hook was not enough to keep the game interesting enough so i mean i i didn't feel it was uh it was cheap because i enjoyed it i mean it really had its moments i i would have to replay it because that was so long ago but because I was okay. when I got it, I was thinking, well, so many coins that would mean like an, a lot of one-ups, right? And that would make the game so easy. But they, the platforming was still good. So I I don't really remember if you were doing anything with those coins. If there was were, something. There's something like if you get, if you get a million coins, something happens in the game. It's probably like if you get 999 moons in Odyssey a giant top hat comes down and lands on the castle and there's fireworks. Joyous day. I'm glad I spent 90 hours playing this game so I could see a top hat land on the castle and yeah. fireworks. What is it with Nintendo and disappointing fireworks? I thought you were going to have achievements Wii U? that you can mark your successes by, you know, because that, yeah, that would be accomplishment you know, needs a fucking trophy to go. What Look, a novel I'm just sad idea. enough to do all of this. I thought you were going to okay. say something else, Mike. What is it with Nintendo and trolling us when we spend 90 hours collecting Korok scenes and they give us a golden shit? Yeah, they, they, they do like doing that. I, sw- there's, I swear, there are some people there that, I mean, they're, that their legitimate goal is to fuck with people. And 
no one's saying anything because they're just head over and heels with the company. They think that a company is their best friend. Yeah, well, uh, companies are people, right? Mitt Romney said so one time, I think. Oh, Mitt. Sorry. It's all me and Mota. Um, Behind uh, that smile is an yes. evil facade. <laughs> I, I got I got one final one behind for you, that Keith, smile. That, uh, yeah, I, I that guy is just fucking. I got one final one for you, Keith. You ready for it? A game is rushed when the review code is only on PC. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Very good. That's a telltale sign. Or when yep. it's really, really late. Or when they say the game was done. When it really wasn't done. Mm. Well, you're talking about CD Projekt Red again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know when a game's not done? When it's CG Project Red. <laughs> when it's Cyberpunk 2077. That's well, when a game's no, not no, no, done. No, 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 no. We ain't talking about just Cy- Cyberpunk 2077. We're talking about The Witcher 1, The Witcher 2, The Witcher 3, and are Cyberpunk gonna, 2077. Yeah. Are we going to say that now people are going to jump off CD Projekt Red's high horse and actually appreciate the game for what it comes out like how they release games is her own I'm not saying it won't be in a good place eventually they've got they've got enough apologists that yeah they're not gonna they're not gonna worry about it yeah yeah i didn't think they would you know a game's rushed when you walk out of a door and your horse is doing (laughs) push-ups on top of (laughs) the building next to you that's when you know the game is rushed. Or your horse bucks you off and decides to do uh, do horse yoga on the edge of a cliff. Hey, when you gotta work out, you gotta work out. There's, you know, he he had the schedule and uh, fuck Geralt. You you know a game is rushed when you're waiting on the game to be patched for a, for a second revision to a console <laughs> in the hopes that it actually finally fucking works. <laughs> I love how we're turning this into now a joke type thing of like, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you know, know, you know, you know, rushed, you know when a game yeah. is rushed it's is been, when it's been a joke all along. <laughs> you know when a game is rushed when McWomble gives you the joke. look of like, are you freaking done yet? <laughs> uh, and and I guess that's that's why we should all be waiting on games and giving some sweet tender love to our backlog. You know, well, it's just a, it's, no, yeah. End, end on a end on a high note. Yeah. Positive one. <laughs> Get them for cheap, right? After so many patches, you know. And, yeah, and by that point, the game won't cost seventy pounds anymore. The filthy, <laughs> thieving, greedy bastards. That's the thing. I think I'd be less <laughs> upset about the game price if. Like actually, and this is why Nintendo is a bit cheeky, but also I kind of respect it to a business point of view. Their games never go down in value, so I feel like if I pay seventy pounds on day one, it's gonna like like um, Matt said in chat, it's gonna be seventy pounds in a year's or two years time. So I might as well buy it on day one. Whereas with yeah. all these games, I wait a month and it's half the price, or it's like thirty five quid or whatever. So why would I pay seventy quid on day one? When it's depreciated, imagine, the minute taken out the store. Imagine this thing. Imagine this thing. Ratchet and Clank released, released like this one, Rift Apart, actually released on PS4, and it had no ray tracing. And every time you'd go through a portal, there would be a loading time. Now, just because of that, warrants uh, ten extra, ten extra dollars or pounds, only because of that. 
that you get. Well, I, I mean, I mean so, 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 Sony are charging the, it a little bit too much there. Yeah, right. so, Sony are also charging the same amount for games that are cross compatible between generations, like like Sackboy. Yeah. They charge seventy oh, pounds for the PlayStation Five version and the PlayStation Four version. Is yeah. it, they charge seventy for that? Yeah, that yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. That that Super uh, Mario Three D World fucking rip off. They yeah. were going to do it for Destruction All Stars as well. Oh, <laughs> and they realized they should release that for free. I mean, yeah, I mean, Smart Destruction All Stars yeah. is free only this month on. But can you actually buy it? Is there anywhere? No, it doesn't come out for general sale until April. the end of April. When it finishes, I'll get some two, two and months. Then it will, it will still cost seventy bucks. Supposedly, right? but I don't think they're surely. But who knows? Obviously, that's insane. Uh, that's that's stupid. The things that have happened. Yeah, sack boy. <laughs> Fuck it, sack boy. What a piss take. It's, it's a shame I... as well because I've heard it's a really good game, but there's like no way you're gonna pay seventy pounds. No, absolutely that. not. I, I have I'm, a feeling I'm, they're gonna run out of PlayStation Five games, Liam, and it'll end up coming free to Game Pass. Oh, no, Game Pass to PlayStation Plus. Probably. Yeah. Right I'll hard on that, and you probably will play it for free. It's, it's like the same thing with Returnal. I mean, I, I would buy that day one if it wasn't for it being seventy quid. I know. Yeah. That's they are, they are betting on people yeah, absolutely needing software for for their new console right then and there. Like I really it, need new games. I think even though I'd have been sad, I could have got on board with fifty nine ninety nine for a game because I've been paying forty to fifty three current on this yeah. current gen uh, first Sunday. I could could have dealt with the ten pound increase, but basically for me a twenty pound increase is fucking ridiculous. Mm. I know in yeah, some places crazy. you were paying the higher price, but. You could get it cheaper. But I'm gonna need to look a shop around and see what these games actually come out as. I know they're saying seventy quid, but fuck you know. That's ridiculous. I'm, I'm just never buying a game day one ever again. Yeah, no. I can't. Just, uh... Did any of you see Nintendo putting their game prices up? Are they? Well, no, I hopefully not, but but oh. it, it is a I mean, possibility, it's funny because it? in the beginning all these publishers were rumored to increase their prices and then you got sony <laughs> and j just just going for it i mean they all want so to they're just testing so the take waters. two take two yeah. said that all of theirs are going to and then um who came yeah, after right. take two that said um, that they were going to do it and now sony just said activision and then yeah. sony have just gone well if those two are doing it we'll do it yeah, yeah. yeah. someone pulls the trigger Ubisoft, it gives everyone Ubisoft the excuse in their, Ubisoft said in their latest earnings call I mean, that we're thinking about it <laughs> It's like, well, don't say that. Don't say what do you, Why would you say that? Just yeah, do know. it or don't. The it's fuck? Like big, uh, Basically, they're hoping because other people have got this got shat on for it, then they can get away with just doing it. Well, <clears throat> do you know what's really shocking? We've gone off topic. Res no. <laughs> that, that, no, that never, is not ne shocking. Never shocking. That is actually me. not shocking. Never shocks me. <laughs> um, is that uh, Resident Evil Village is $60 on PS5. Right. Mm. Confirmed. Sixty dollars. It is not going Capcom. to seventy. If only Capcom rubbed off on Konami, then maybe we'd have a, a better world in the future. There's some deviant art for you. Oh God. All right. Actually, I I have a I'm I'm ten minutes over my massive hard out, so and I'm just going to um. We say are... goodbye to all of you. Well, I was going to say Wait. we're out anyways. You can just turn we're the camera off. Okay. Yeah, so gentlemen, okay. we are out. <laughs> all right. I fucking hate these motherfuckers. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I can't wait to get off this goddamn fucking podcast every fucking month.
What a waste of four hours. Jesus Christ. Oh. Holy shit. Someone shoot me, please.